Hey, this is a shout out to all pharmacy owners out there, your champions of your community during this pandemic. Your pharmacy is more important than ever before. There's a product out there I'd like you to take a look at. I'm talking about the Pen Needle UltiGuard Safe Pack. For the same copay for your patients as pen needles alone, the UltiGuard Safe Pack provides 100 premium pen needles and a sharps container all in one. When pharmacies dispense the Pen Needle UltiGuard Safe Pack, they see consistently higher revenue and higher margins. Check this product out today and let us know what you think. Go to www.ultiguardsafepack forward slash podcast. That's ultiguardsafepack forward slash podcast. You can get a free sample pack on the website. Thanks for all you do as frontline healthcare providers. And thank you for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Pharmacy Podcast Nation, I couldn't be more proud today on World Diabetes Day to deliver something that's taking place live November November 14th, 2020, with some very special people who are not strangers to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation. I want to welcome back my brother in pharmacy, um, my uncle, Kenny Sternfeld. Welcome back, uh, Ken, and, and happy World Diabetes Day. Thank you, Todd. It's uh, it's the whole month of November, but today is a special day, and I'm thrilled to be here with you and, of course, Pharmacy Podcast Nation. So we also have some other guests. Uh, Kenny, I'd like you to introduce to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation because it's important uh, with the theme of this day as well. Absolutely. Uh, in the pathway to diabetic care, specifically after the pandemic changed our world and made us pivot to remote patient monitoring, I got a chance to spend a lot of time with Caitlin Grenier, who is the diocese success manager. And she basically works with diocese, which is a technology company and utilizes the technology to engage with companies like that are on the screen, which are glucose monitoring for iGlucose to allow a pharmacist, Todd, to better manage patient uh, outcomes, to look at their blood glucose level, and to look at their medications. So I got to know her and I got to fall in like with her because you don't fall in love with anybody else but your your partner. But I love, love, love working with Caitlin Grenier. Caitlin, welcome to this special edition of RxFusion.live. Thank you so much, Ken and Todd. I really appreciate it. Today's a very special day. Well, not only for listeners, but also for diabetic patients because uh, if you could share with our listeners a little bit of the the personal journey that you've been on, because we're all about family at the podcast network. Todd and I, as he says, you know, kind of brothers from other no- mothers, but I'm the uncle, I guess, just because of my age. But that's okay. I can be Uncle Ken. Tell us a little bit about Caitlin Grenier, because I've gotten to know you, and I would love our listeners to know you too. Absolutely, and. 
my journey with this and really where my passion comes from is because seven years ago, actually seven and a half years ago, I was diagnosed with late onset type one diabetes and it came out of nowhere, especially because nobody in my family has any form of diabetes, uh, type one, type two, gestational, pre-diabetes, you name it. It did not exist within my family. So when I say it turned my world upside down, that would be putting it lightly. (laughs) But through my journey of accepting my new normal, I really found so much opportunity and have been able to connect with so many amazing people like you all that share that passion for helping people truly live with diabetes. Well, tell me a little bit about a book that I'm looking at right here called The Sweet Ash Journal uh, to Optimize Your Diabetic Lifestyle in 100 Days. And I've gone through Mm -hmm. this. I'm not a diabetic, but it really gives a simple daily practice kind of to optimize lifestyle. And when you talk about diabetic care, it is about a forever lifestyle and a really changing. It's not like I'm going to take a Z-pack and be done with the infection. So tell us after uh, what you did, because I understand you interviewed and were part with your your uh, co-conspirator on this book, uh, Keith Armstrong. Tell us a little bit about the Swedish Journal to optimize your diabetic lifestyle. Absolutely. And if only we could take a Z-pack and have our glucose regulated, I would be taking it all day. But the Sweet Ass Journal as, and to optimize your diabetic lifestyle in 100 days really came out of my realization that diabetes is way more than just diet and exercise. It really, the whole person needs to be involved. And so by coming at it from a mind, body, and spirit perspective, we're really helping people build these skills to help reduce stress, increase overall gratitude and happiness with the outcome of stabilizing blood sugars. Because diabetes is a chronic disease that we have to live with every single decision, every single decision of every day, we need these foundational skills to build upon to better our overall health. And that's, we're doing it in a fun way. And um, I think that's very much needed in how diabetes is managed and approached. Tell us a little bit about the communication aspect, because my brother was a juvenile onset diabetic. He was 17 years old when I saw my brother have to inject himself. And it was a, a stigma. It was something that I really wasn't comfortable with. And even when I grew up and went into pharmacy school and became a pharmacist, I still felt somewhat distant. I didn't want to catch what he had. Can you talk about the stigma, about the, 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 the really that the support that's needed sometimes can't be embraced as quickly? Tell us about that because it's really an important aspect, I believe. Absolutely. And I think that really stems from a misunderstanding of what diabetes is and how one manages it. And as you say, unfortunately, there is a huge negative stigma when it comes to um, people living with diabetes. And 
excuse me, part of the reason that that is, that does exist, as I mentioned, is the, the education aspect of it, but the communication. People, as you say, are nervous to ask questions or they assume certain things based off of just what they've heard in passing. There's a lack of communication about understanding what it truly is to live with diabetes. And so that is a huge component of what we are advocating for and what I do personally as well. Well, you know, um, I lost my brother 25 years ago. And I believe if the diocese and the remote patient monitoring that we have today that we will be offering to every RX Fusion uh, listener so that he or she can advance their career and really connect with patients who they care about. Everyone has someone in their family or they know someone who has this horrific disease. I would like basically to have 18 of our listeners uh, have the opportunity to get your book so that I can continue to drive and support your efforts and maybe make you uh, the kind of best-selling author that I know you are. So uh, for Mr. Todd Yuri and our listeners of the Pharmacy Podcast exclusive offer, anyone listening to this show today, you can come on and get reach us live. You can come on all those social media platforms that I have no idea how to use. But the first 18 people, why 18? I'm Jewish and in Jewish 18 means chai, means life. And when Caitlin Grenier came into my life, it put me on a pathway to really remember how much it hurt to lose my brother and how much difference I can make by working with Caitlin to advance patient care. So the first 18 people, uh, who connect with us through the Pharmacy Podcast Network here at RX Fusion. Todd will forward me your information and you will receive a sweet S journal to optimize your diabetic lifestyle in 100 days and share it with a family member or yourself or someone you love because it is a powerful tool. We need to build a hashtag to build with this theme to uh, Caitlin to be able to track that. So if you have any ideas, I like a sweet S journal, but, um, but that's just me. I'm all about that. <laughs> well, hashtag guest journal. Thought the hashtag that came out of my relationship with uh, Caitlin is diabuddy. Because she is my diabuddy. She is someone who created the, the, the tsunami of interest with our students. And so much that when she was teaching her class at 11 o'clock every Thursday, when we went to full remote education, uh, uh, when the new Care One launched to pivot from RxVIP to maintain all of these students and give them an opportunity to complete their educational pathway, Caitlin was by far and away the most popular class, the most popular teacher. To quote Rodney Dangerfield, many of us said, you know, we want to see like Sally Kellerman, like Rodney Dangerfield. So Caitlin was the favorite, favorite educator at our academy. So, so many students said, we want more of this diabetic. We want a deeper dive. And I referred it to, and Caitlin always joked, the difference between snorkeling, which you got in your didactic learning in your class, to scuba diving, which is after school, we created the Diabuddy Club every Thursday at four o'clock. And first we started with eight people, then it was 17, then it was 30, then it was 50. And we created this following for Caitlin Grenier, and the Diabuddy Club, and I said, whoa, this is really taken to a whole new level. So that's why, Todd, today we're really looking for the RX 
Fusion Live broadcast to be an educating, empowering, inspiring uh, network of series of podcasts that Caitlin and I will do as diabetes to really give every listener the opportunity to take care of a diabetic patient personally and professionally, because we're going to marry the business of pharmacy and the profession of pharmacy here on the Pharmacy Podcast Network, rxfusion.live, with an ongoing series of Caitlin Grenier, Ken Sternfeld, and other diabetes from across the country who have now joined our following and our initiative. So hashtag diabuddy, baby. That's great. I will use that and track that and um, we'll make some fun of it. But if you uh, want to be part of this discussion, want us to reach out and or contact you, hashtag Diabuddy. And if you tag the pharmacy podcast, um, you can um, get entered or, or get sent, I should say. The first copy of the first people that uh, first of our pharmacists, first of Twitter RX that uh, goes out there on Twitter and or Instagram and puts a hashtag uh, Diabuddy. And that's D-I-A-B-U-D-D-Y, Ken? Yes, sir. Very good. For phonetically, we put a capital B. It's capital D, small I-A, capital B, because everybody needs a buddy during the pandemic. And this outreach to help diabetics is really, it's a game changer for pharmacists, but most importantly, for the patients we serve. Great. Todd, I want to thank you personally for coming in on a Saturday. You and I always have our Saturday fireside chats around the, the, the family things that we do. And for the last three years or so, we always had the opportunity to share ideas and visions in our conversation with our fireside chats. But you being the founder of the Pharmacy Podcast Network and a dad and a, and a, and a husband, et cetera, and all your responsibilities, sometimes a Saturdays are filled with chores, just like they are for me. So everybody says the honeydew list, you know, and they joke about that. But you and I don't have a honey-do list. We have a fondue list. We're founders and we get lists from our, our brides that are, these are things that have to get done. These are no, you know, these are checks that have to be done. So I want to thank you because I know you were running this morning as I was. I don't run, but I had a number of chores that I had to do. So I want to thank you for doing this on a Saturday here for because it's National Diabetic Day. Absolutely. I feel honored to be part of it um and it's something that uh that has to has to get out there and we have to empower pharmacists so i'm i'm proud to be here and and i think this is a uh, timely on world diabetes diabetes day so one of the things i'd like caitlin to do now todd is to talk about the company that she represents which is diocese and if we show our our listeners diocese.com you'll see a company that's not dedicated yesterday to pharmacists, but are dedicated to pharmacists today and beyond. Caitlin, can you tell us a little bit about the diocese company, their vision to work with uh, physicians and healthcare uh, entities like we see on the, uh, the screen? Can you tell us a little bit about diocese, what they do and how they do it? Absolutely. And diocese has been around for quite a while and we're really starting to take off, especially and yet unfortunately because of the pandemic. And what we provide is um, ongoing virtual diabetes care and support. And that helps both the providers and the patients in a number of ways. So the providers are able to get 
real-time glucose readings from their patients. And then from that, are able to get recommendations based off of very advanced algorithms that we have been able to write based off of guidelines from the American Diabetes Association, the American Association of Clinical Endocrinologists, as well as the FDA. And so with all of that, we're able, the platform, in fact, is able to recommend pharmacotherapy management and changes to people's healthcare plan. And when they're able to do that and decide on a new plan, that is sent to the patient and they're able to immediately adjust their medications to help bring control to their glucose. And so this ongoing support is so incredibly important right now because a lot of people are afraid to go into the doctor's office and they aren't getting the care they need. They are not getting the support they need. And so we're stepping into the market and really solving that issue. So if you're a community pharmacist or a a retail pharmacist in a big box retail, you of course would have this dashboard available in between while you're flipping burgers and doing all the things that you need to do in retail. And I'm being facetious because this was not designed for pharmacists in that environment. As a matter of fact, very few pharmacists across the country use this until I got my I got my interest level into this. I said, we are providers. We are that hub of healthcare. We are the individuals from a healthcare perspective who can manage not only the blood glucose level monitoring, but this platform has the recommendations, the the, the, the information about the drug therapy. Who better, with all due respect to doctors, I concur that I believe every pharmacist is that medication expert. So I, like a bull in a china shop that I am, spoke to Chun, uh, the CEO, spoke to Tim Egner. Obviously, I said, Caitlin and I are onto something. And certainly, you know, you know me, things come back. What is he doing? What's going on? But what's going on is we're putting the tool that you see here in the hand of any and every pharmacist so he or she can practice as a diabetic club that we're going to launch exclusively, do I say that directly, exclusively at the Pharmacy Podcast Network. And we're going to do this on a Wednesday, every Wednesday, like Prince Spaghetti Day in the old days on a commercial. We're going to do something and offer an open dialogue on diocese, for any pharmacist, any PharmD, any PharmD intern who wants to advance their career with the goal of making a paradigm shift in the way you can care for diabetic patients. And this is not volunteer work. There are revenue opportunities here that are extraordinary for delivering care. We are providers. So because I'm a friend of Todd Yuri and the Pharmacy Podcast Network, the initiative that Caitlin and I have developed on Diabetes Day, November 14th, I am proud to announce a global partnership with the Pharmacy Podcast Network to bring this exciting, clinical, life-saving solution uh, to diabetic patients nationwide. That's exciting. And we will do everything we can to gather the stories of uh, pharmacists partnering with physicians and communities and, and experts and nurses to deliver better care for um, those uh, millions of, of Americans. 
uh, suffering with diabetes, including what you see on your screen is an article that just came out today from the um, AJ, AJMC, and it's titled Reducing Racial Ethnic Disparities in Diabetes Prevalence Required at Multifaceted Approach. That multifaceted approach is being led by the pharmacist. And um, just like in our Transforming the Nation podcast series that dives into how pharmacists are impacting racism, racial disparities, sexual harassment, and other um, you know, inequalities out there, it, it, this is interesting that this just came out today on World Diabetes Day. So this is very prevalent. Absolutely. You know, Todd, after we get through what will be a very different Thanksgiving holiday for all of us. Uh, my daughter, Amy, uh, is coming down from Boston, and there are certain state guidelines of when you come from state to state. So we're having at-home COVID testing sent to her and her family. It's almost like a, a two-pack, because you have to get it before you come, and when you come, after you quarantine. Very, very challenging. However, it's an opportunity for families to come together. But the point is that after Thanksgiving, when you get into December, and from a retail perspective, everybody's crazy. But from a wedding perspective, more people get engaged over the holidays. I don't know whether you knew that after December. I spent several years in the bridal industry. And I was, uh, of course, getting having weddings for my uh, daughters. But I learned about it. And so we're going to marry in December the profession of pharmacy and the business of pharmacy. And we're going to take something old, which is me, and something newer and new, which is the opportunity that Caitlin is bringing to us. And we're going to bring it to every pharmacist. So December isn't a career day. I'm starting on December 2nd on a nationwide tour. I started the University of Binghamton, which is graduating, a call out to them, graduating the first class of PharmDs in their career. They are a brand new university. And those 2020 graduates are resilient. They are brilliant. And they are extraordinary healthcare providers. So on December 2nd, I will be there for a career day to give all of them the opportunity to join the Diabuddy Initiative. Todd, everyone's going to apply for residencies, and they should. We're looking for more clinical uh, expertise or with, with our clinicians. But not everyone's going to be accepted. But Dr. Greg Alston and I are working on today bringing in clinicians to create that high-level training that is residency-like, that is fellowship-like, because we believe that too many people don't get the opportunity to practice at their high level. So in December, we start on the second in Binghamton, then we'll be at the University of Buffalo, then we'll be all across the country in December, and we're going to do it to empower and educate and then inspire, but most importantly, hire. Is that a word that's prevalent, Todd? in the pharmacy industry now? Do you hear a lot of hiring going on? Oh my, I, I hear a lot about the careers of pharmacists and how there's uh, enormous, some of the largest pharmacies, uh, you know, chains in the country that are not really valuing the, the PharmD, the pharmacist, the pharmacy technician based on their own uh, desires to scale. And kind of in that, they're, they're overlooking even the patient need. It's driven too much from a corporate perspective and not from a healthcare perspective, and oh, by the way, as a capitalist who believes in the free markets, there is no reason that you pharmacists out there, my favorite people, my favorite providers, those independents, those health system pharmacists, those consultant pharmacists, there is no reason 
that you cannot make at make money and make a good living at serving your communities and serving patients. And, and it's just a, a broken system that we're in the middle of, of, of fixing. But Ken, you have really designed and, and aligned and implemented and fought out uh, over the last five and a half to six years how to make this work so that pharmacists can take control of kind of their own destiny. So that's why I get excited about programs like this, the Care One Concierge. Well, what you did with me is you kept me on the rail. You kept saying, you challenged me. And as a partner and as a friend, you said, Ken, I hear you, but I don't get it. I hear you, but I'm not perfectly aligned. I hear you and I see it, but I don't feel it. I feel it, but I have to see it. And Todd, more than anyone else, along with Peter Bechtel, who is my partner for Care One, both of you have kept me on the rail. Not that I needed to be off the rail, but I had to get this locked and loaded and verified to take a dream and make it a reality. You know, tomorrow we're rolling out independent pharmacy here on Long Island with 11,000 names that we'll be calling and doing outreach for COVID-19 and diabetic care. We're doing, we have uh, practices all across the country in Texas and Arkansas who are doing our pharmacist engagement process. So it's happening. And really your, your leadership, and I, and I, I say that with, with all of my, my heart, your leadership for our industry is something when I get up in the morning, I get inspired to say, I can't let this guy down. I have to come up with the solution for Pharmacy Podcast Nation, because your following is, is the, they are the most important people in our profession. And, I, and I, I'm just not going to give up until we get to where both of us want to be. Well, thank you, Ken. I am, as you can see on my t-shirt today, this is the U.S. Farmy, and I believe in the U.S. Farmy. If you're part of the U.S. Farmy, that means you're a pharmacy professional, you're a technician, you're a software sales uh, professional, you're a pharmacist, you're even a physician that wants to be part of this, this, this initiative to really take pharmacy to a whole nother level. And I'm seeing it happen, Ken, and it's not because of one individual it's because we believe in each other it's the reignite um it's the reignition of passion it's the dr scott canors who are now leading the apha with a completely different uh, attitude about what was the purpose of the american pharmacists association and that was to empower pharmacists we have a pharmacist who now controls that organization that believes exactly that we have chad Wurz at the ascp guiding consultant pharmacists and senior care pharmacists that believe in this new way of thinking. And people like Lucinda Maine, who are setting uh, standards of new education. People like Greg Alston, who believes in, in the elevation of education into the online environment where pharmacists who are busy, who are the only time they have to themselves is to take a jog or to exercise or to chop a vegetable, make sure that you're eating. And that opens up audio learning opportunities, Ken. So that's what we believe in. We believe in being a supplement educator to, uh, to pharmacists, pharmacy students. And in, in, the, in the pharmacy student realm, which I'm excited about is your connections, Ken, to so many pharmacy schools that we can lend a hand of supplemental education. And, and that's, that's the next mission of the Pharmacy Podcast Network and a new division that we'll be launching will be dedicated to audio learning. Well, I've been fortunate enough to go behind that curtain 
because you are, we joke about it, you're kind of like the Wizard of Oz, you know, managing a bunch of munchkins. And I love munchkins, by the way. It's not a savory treat. The, the, the donut hole is actually the coverage gap. So when I do my, my training with our students about, about gaps in care. But, but back to education, Todd, through the pandemic, the, the educational system needed to be repositioned uh, because of the remote learning. And we were fortunate enough to have Dr. Alston come with us to really bring us to a higher ground. So if we would be able to enhance, he enhanced what we've done with Dr. Cruz and myself uh, when we really pivoted on March 17th, when CMS indicated all of the waivers for telehealth. So we've created a telepractice uh, to go outreach, outreach 101. It's the first thing I learned when I joined CBS, when one of my mentors, Dominica Lauderbaum, had a call out for her, for her, and she hired me and she inspired me. And really that's what supervisors and mentors should do. So I am inspired by the educational arena that has embraced change. But we're staying in the traditional rail. We're not going out of the rail, but we're bringing more students. We've had 240 uh, plus students go through our uh, e-learning uh, 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 platform. And you have showed us something behind the, the door that is going to be a game changer, you know, call out to CE Impact, another, uh, another uh, a sponsor for uh, RX Fusion, because it is a game changer. So the education, the empowerment, the inspiration has always been there, Todd. What's been missing is the hiring. We can't educate all of these brilliant clinicians and then not give them a job. So what we've done, and it will be launched with the Pharmacy Podcast Network, is we're going to give these people not a job, we're going to give them a career. Career development is what you've been doing, Todd, for the last 12 years. Now we're going to complete that cycle and give your listeners an opportunity to practice the diet of their profession and be paid as a provider. They deserve it. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to work together with you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, people like Caitlin, who believe in what you're doing as a specialist. It's those specialists that uh, accentuate the effectiveness of pharmacists and the working together to ensure that people that are suffering with di diabetes and aren't caring for it properly, um, that that's those costs are coming back to this issue that we're having with non-adherence as well. So I think this helps stabilize and give people hope, especially during a pandemic where we see um, the, the accentuation of being, um, being health conscious. We, we almost don't have a choice anymore to, be, to not be health conscious because we see the, the tippings uh, of, of people's health and the cascade of other things that are coming from not taking care of your diabetes and other, other chronic conditions as a, as a, as an additional cost and expense. So I think there's a responsibility here, Ken, that goes beyond the services that we all provide. And I provide services to the pharmacist, but it's that pharmacist providing the services to the families and communities, but there's a responsibility to be an educator. I feel like Ken, that I've become an educator. I've become a very uh, creative um, educator that started that first podcast about our profession in 2009. And now uh, on, the, on the eve and on getting very close to launching this audio platform that's going to become a, a very um, efficient way of gathering information to supplement which, which you already know or something that you want extra information on to really um, go from video to, to reading text to uh, listening as you're doing something else. So I'm very excited about this. Anyone who doesn't believe that you're on the on the on the forefront 
uh, just what you have to do is think of an audio book. What you're creating is an audio book for education and using the podcast platform that you've built. But in all the things that you've done and I continue to do to work with the uh, uh, pharmacist, the most important person is the patient. And that's Caitlin Grenier. And again, we don't know what it's like to monitor your blood, your blood several times a year, a day. We don't know what it's like to inject that insulin. So the reason I am with Caitlin as the diabetic is to give that perspective from the patient. I am a patient who has chronic illnesses. So when I talk about with our students about how they can take care of those things, but I'm not diabetic, thankfully. So Caitlin, can you tell us what it's like to monitor your blood glucose daily and what that what that's about and what those challenges are? To put it succinctly, it is difficult. It is very challenging. You have to take into consideration every action and how that's going to affect your blood glucose. And fortunately, I have a continuous glucose monitor, the Freestyle uh, Libra, and so I don't have to prick my fingers, which it has been truly a game changer for me, but that still doesn't take away from the constant need to be responsible for your actions. And that takes its toll, to be honest. And I would like to just put a little plug in here, um, especially because I have such wonderful pharmacists that I'm speaking with right now. I have such an immense respect for your profession. And pharmacists, my pharmacist in particular, has helped me way more than any other person on my healthcare team and has truly saved my life multiple times. And so just a little um, just a little plug for you guys. Thank you so much. But back to what you're saying is that because it's so difficult and because there's such a negative stigma and misunderstanding about diabetes, we really do need additional support. We need to have those conversations. We need to have that community aspect to it so that we can overcome those challenges of dealing with a chronic illness day in and day out. So how often do you get a chance to talk to your endocrinologist or your primary care to talk about, you know, kind of the the ongoing, the you know, the 100 days, the journaling, the the, the lifestyle mm-hmm. that you, how often does that happen? I go in every probably four months or so. And in those appointments, it's mainly just looking at my blood sugar trends, ask, being asked some very yes or no questions, and then walking away with kind of a, well, you're doing pretty good. Just watch out for this. So um, the risk assessments that occur between those appointments, that four months, you've probably mm-hmm. made made hundreds of adjustments in your titration of your medication or had, mm-hmm. so, had ups and downs in terms of what the medication has done to you. Uh, so how do, we, how do we find a way? We know pharmacists are accessible. And again, we always put our stake in the ground and said we are seeing more than any primary care, and that's true. But I think it's also, because of the pandemic, not something we can hang our hat on forever because they're not coming as often. Uh, We're working with independent pharmacies who their traffic, of course, is down. So we believe that outreach, and the reason why the Diabetic Club was created is to go fill that gap between those four months. So why can't we monitor with you 
to be your buddy, your dia buddy, when the technology of dia assist is there? I say the answer is, why aren't we doing it? And why isn't every pharmacist taking this as, as an opportunity to literally be a provider? Fill the gap. There are 6,000 endocrinologists and over 36 million diabetic patients. I wasn't a math major, but that doesn't sound like you can get an appointment you know, yesterday. Uh, and we don't want emergency room visits. We don't want frequent flyers uh, to the emergency room. We want better diabetic care. And the pandemic is giving us an opportunity to really do that. Can we talk about the blood glucose monitor it, it itself? You know, that, that little machine. Uh, I'm going to do a future call out for every retail pharmacist in America. January is a horrible month. We know the insurance changes. You're going to have people showing up January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and it's going to make your existing workflow even worse. And it's because sometimes the PBMs strike deals with different uh, uh, glucose monitoring companies, and all of a sudden the preferred isn't that freestyle. It's the AccuCheck, et cetera. So a call out for the retail pharmacists who are going to slug it out with the insurance companies in January. But Caitlin, I'd love for you to take some time if you could. We had a very wonderful meeting with the management team of iGlucose yesterday uh, with Mike and with uh, Carissa. And I'd like you to take a little time and maybe if Todd could put up the smart meter uh, iGlucose monitor. Tell us about what makes that meter so different and so extraordinary for the, co the collaboration with Diasis technology and putting that Dia buddy right in the box, literally. Can we do that? Yeah, so iGlucose is one of very few glucometers that are cellular enabled. And so with that and with our partnership um, with Diasis is that patients don't need to have a, a Wi-Fi connection. They don't need to worry about Bluetooth. They're actually working with T-Mobile. And so this is a great option for people that are in rural communities. and. By using iGlucose, they're able to sync up both with their diocese app or with a provider app, and they don't have to worry about manually putting in their glucose readings. And so this is just incredibly exciting, and I do think that it's the, the way that glucose monitoring is going to continue to go. Well, it also addresses the, the immediate challenge of technology, where if you don't have a smartphone, you know, and that, you know, people says, well, the diocese system, it doesn't do this, it doesn't. No, it does. We're able to get past that barrier because really the simple taking of the, of the glucose strip will immediately put that information and move that to diocese. So we really overcome a major barrier with iGlucose. And, and I want to tell you about my personal experience with that, with that product. I am not diabetic, but when we decided as a company to partner with Diasis, and Glucose is their valued partner because of that, one of many, by the way, but, but certainly the one that has with the cellular enabled kind of the go-to piece that I love. So Dr. Jason Cavallino, who does all the protocols and procedures with Peter Bechtel to create how we do remote patient monitoring, which is an extension of chronic care management. I said, Jason, I want to be that diabetic patient to experience what happens as a best patient. So if we say it's going to work, that's one thing. We get trained on it. 
but I want to see what the patient sees because I am a patient. So I was set up as the first diocese customer for Care One, and I received an eye glucose uh, uh, monitor. And I must tell you, it was incredible. It was sexy. It was small. It was easy. It was, and I, I was easily able to. I gave blood for Care One. Thank you, Pete Bechter. Bechtel, send me the bill. But I gave blood for Care One to see what this works, and that that eye glucose meter in a moment. Jason had access to uh, that information on a dashboard. So the, the setup was less than five minutes. The use of that uh, uh, glucose monitoring, simple, even for an old guy like me. Because I'm telling you, I've been at the retail pharmacies uh, you know, level where they come in, how does it work? How do you do? And they, they put it, open it up, and they throw it at you. This is not like that. The instructions were perfect, simple. Keep it simple. Kiss. This was a kiss product from day one. So much so that I, Jason just found out that his father is, uh, I've been hiding the fact that he's been having trouble with his blood glucose. And finally, Jason found out and said, we have to get him. And so I was at FedEx today, sending an eye glucose monitor to his dad down in Florida, because there are millions, I think it's 7.3 million people estimated who are walking around who aren't officially diagnosed as diabetic, but they, they're not mad. Their blood glucoses, or blood glucoses are all over the place. So the iGlucose product, when we had conversation yesterday, is to strengthen the relationship that diocese has with them to do more, to put more iGlucose meters in the hands of more diabetic patients. That was our message. That is our message. And the way we do it is you take a 300-pound pharmacist and you shrink him down like, uh, like Rick Moranis, like Rick Moranis, that movie, he's now doing uh, he's now doing commercials, I think, for someone he's back. But I remember when I took my kids to uh, whatever, Universal, honey, I shrunk the kids. But I, I think Diabetes are Rick Moranis, honey, we, sh we shrunk the pharmacist. And we're going to go in the box to come along as a service provider with diocese technology, which we, uh, we utilize with the iGlucose meter, which is incredible product, incredible product, personally speaking. I'm not talking about, you know, they're not paying me to say any of this stuff, nor will I ever take a nickel from them to do that. Because when I believe in a product, when I believe in a service, you can't shut me up. It's just kind of the disease I have. So Caitlin, iGlucose and putting a diet buddy in the box is something you and I have been speaking about. Do you think that could become a reality? Oh, it is going to become a reality, Ken. There you <laughs> There's go. no doubt about that. And it is going to help a lot, a lot of people. There you go. So, Todd, I want to practice now with you. I want to do my first mid-roll commercial because if we're not going to get a sponsorship in from anybody but Care One. I'm going to, you and I will talk, have your people call my people. We need to sponsor this with you because we want to be on a show every Wednesday the Diabetes Show, because Wednesday is Diabetic Simplified Day with diocese. But my friends, we're not selling them anything. So I'd like to do my first mid-roll, if I could, about this show is brought to you by Diocese, the leading technology company out of Atlanta that brings incredible technology and advanced uh, patient care initiatives to, I don't know, I'll have to work on this, 
and the iGlucose Diabetic Care Solution, putting the solution in the palm of your hand. This show is brought to you by yada, yada, yada. Todd, if you, if you help me a little bit out, uh, with the yada, 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 I'll do the mid-rolls for, all, for, all, for these two incredible partners and put them under the Care One uh, you know, sponsorship that you and I will, will work out, have your people call my people. Okay, that sounds good. All right. So, Todd, on Friday, on our regularly scheduled show, you brought Eli Lilly on, an amazing, amazing company. And they were talking about the vaccine, you know, uh, uh, medication and things like that. And also at the same time, there was a news report that we didn't have a chance to get too deep into, which is that CVS and Walgreens have signed agreements to do the COVID-19 vaccines. And I think that's, you know, we talked about it as being good. We talked about it, how we'd love to see independent pharmacies not get the short end of the stick. But at the end of the day, we are in a population health pandemic. So you mentioned at the end of the show that um, Carissa, uh, the public health pharmacist, is coming to your network. Right. And I spent the Dr. evening. Christine Madison, that's right. And I spent the evening thinking about how wonderful it would be because a population health pharmacist is the pharmacist that's voice needs to be heard during a pandemic. And if we can align, and we will, because I'm meeting with her on Monday, you know me, I don't leave, I don't leave anything else to, to chance. She is, a, she is a rock star, okay, out of Las Vegas. So we don't, so even when she's, when I'm working late, she's still there or vice versa. If I'm up early, she's up early. And I want to collaborate because population health relative to diabetic care, this is, diabetics have, diabetes have comorbidities. So if we work with Dr. Christina and we talk about how pharmacists can really be prioritized, as she says in her tagline, kudos, prioritizing pharmacists and public health is kind of an alignment to we are the concierge hub, the hub of healthcare. So I'm not, I'm not a public health pharmacist. I, you know, I play one on, on podcasts, but she is a public health pharmacist. So with your blessings and, and approval, sir, I would like to get engaged and then ultimately marry the two voices that are now on the pharmacy podcast out of the, what is it, 57 incredible hosts you have now? You know, from yes. when I started, it was 23. I yeah. think I was number 23, Bobby Nystrom, like the Islanders. <laughs> I think I was number 23. You have 57 incredibly passionate individuals who are talking the talk and walking the walk to advance our profession. But this woman of pharmacy, this public health pharmacist, is so timely, it's so pertinent to make sure that we take care of the diabetic patients because every diabetic patient has multiple comorbidities. You don't die from diabetes. You die from all of the challenges that occur if you're not managing it correctly. So thank you for, for what a future, what, a, what I believe will be a future introduction uh, to the public health pharmacist, to uh, Christina. I am thrilled. I had a wonderful evening last night thinking about all the wonderful things we could do together on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Yes, thank you. Um, shout out to Dr. Madison. She's been... Um encouraging and i think um you know putting her in touch with you ken as well as people like caitlin is going to magnify the power of you know three 
three plus, you know, one plus one plus one does not equal three. It equals, you know, three million uh, people out there that, that need the services of, of, of the power of the collective. You've been doing marketing and advancement for our profession for over 12 years, and you've had incredible support from members in our profession to sponsor and to, to, to kind of work into your dream. Have you ever had a global partnership with someone who just takes what you do, lock, stock, and barrel for everything? Do you ever have anyone who just says, I want it all of what Todd Yuri and the Pharmacy Podcast Network can bring? No, we, we really haven't. It's, it's always been in nationalized and you know, we've had some great partnerships and sponsors, but not a, on a global scale. Well, it's National Diabetes Day and I'm feeling pretty good. And I'm feeling pretty good about our relationship and certainly the relationship that we have with Diasist and hopefully the incorporation of the iGlucose monitor to help the Diasist relationship grow. I would like, as Care One Concierge is the founder, co-founder of, of uh, what I believe is a pivoting initiative uh, for healthcare in the new pandemic world that focuses on pharmacists delivering value-based services. I would like to uh, become a global sponsor of the Pharmacy Podcast Network and be engulfed and devoured by all the things that you do and, and monetize that in such that I'll pay my way and do that. And I will talk to you about that because there is no one I've ever come across who has more of a passion for this profession. There's no one who has more. You're, you're, when everyone's at 30,000 feet, Todd, you're at 60,000. And I'm not just saying that because I love you. I'm saying it because it's true. The things that you're doing and the way that you engage our profession are, are mind bending for me. And it, sometimes it just makes my hair hurt in a good way. So we will do this 2021. It's not going to change from a pandemic standpoint, but it's going to change in the way we can bring more value to the pharmacy uh, profession, more education, more empowerment, more jobs, and more opportunities for them to grow. So um, I am all in with Todd Yuri and the Pharmacy Podcast Nation and creating career development for pharmacists for the next millennium. So that's great. And, and as we're wrapping up, we've got about eight minutes left. I do want to mention that there's a bigger initiative to bringing pharmacists into the collective. There was a man that um, has been a friend of mine for about four years, and it didn't start out as a friendship. He actually reached out to me on Twitter asking me why I was automating messaging and how insincere it was. And then I uh, slowed the conversation down and, and said, you know, we automate and we use automation, and, but we're also interacting one-on-one -on -one with all of our uh, Twitter engagement and followers. And that turned into a, a friendship and that turned into a collaboration that turned into believing in podcasting as messaging and education. And um, Jared Johnson and I formed Shift.Health, which is a belief that content providers must deliver better content to our healthcare providers, our pharmacists, our physicians, our nurses, our dentists, and um, challenging the industry to stop producing uh, content just to hear yourself talk. There's lots of marketers out there that um, that want to set the world on fire, but they they don't have the patient in mind. They're just you know looking to to develop content. Uh, Jared spent the entire day with me yesterday, uh, which was Friday the 13th, and we talked about how we'll shift. Um, you know, gather the pharmacists and physicians and nurse practitioners and 
people like Dan Dunlop and Chris Hempfield and Jamie Tynan who are out there that believe in the healthcare professional, but want to deliver uh, better content. So we're taking things up a level, Ken. When we when we produce content in 2021, it will be produced at a much higher level of quality in what we do, how we present, the professionalism that this, that this brings. But these are organizations that will give us inroads, people like Dialysis, people like, uh, like Kate and her expertise, and the entire uh, group of uh, organizations, Ken, that you've brought to us, which is just an invaluable. Um, this is a way to build this further than just the Pharmacy Podcast Network, which is obviously our, our home. And that's where we'll always call home. I will never call anything but pharmacy my home. Um, but we have uh, a mission here. And, and I think um, diocese and Care One and iGlucose and um, what we're doing, I think it, it makes sense. Well, I'm kind of disappointed that I won't be, I, this, I, this was my best shot, Don. And now I see that I can't even get my name up there uh, to be a partner with, uh, with, with uh, Mr. Mr. Jarrett. But, you know, I have 11 friends on Facebook. I am a powerful social media entity. And here I am on the outside looking in. Uh, I miss, I, if we would have scheduled this on Friday the 13th earlier, do you think I could have actually got my picture up there? On that, on that on that sheet, I mean, really, I mean, sometimes it's right place, right time. Uh, I, I I just feel like, oh my God, I hope I didn't miss the boat. You know, I hope I didn't miss the boat on this one. So maybe you can introduce me to uh, to that uh, that group, and I would be doing what I, you know, I'll work for you. Okay, I'll, I'll work for you. I'll have your people call my people. No, congratulations yeah. on that. Thank Obviously, I'm I'm joking. Thank you. I I think that there's a there's a organization and people that must stand behind you. And I don't think that, that you're in that category. I think you're that you're an executioner. Like you, you actually execute on the plan and you're a person that goes out there and, and teaches the next generation pharmacist. And it's people like Jared and I who are going to take your messaging and are going to take what you say and how you say it in the world of social media and the world of digital. And we're going to be the ones to blow that up. And we're going to be the ones to stand behind you with all of our tricks and all of our experience uh, we're basically the farm d's of content and and i don't know if there's a content d out there but um maybe it's a it's a certification someday we'll come up with but we're the we're the doctors of content and we believe in delivering a content that um, supports you believes in you and uh, and can take things to another level because you didn't go to school and you don't you know, wake up every day um, trying to think of how to echo boom, you know, the, the voice of, a, of an entire initiative, but you're the one that has to teach the next generation to do just that. Thank you. A few takeaways as we close up a very special edition of rxfusion.live. And thank you again, Todd, for helping us here. Thank you to Caitlin Grenier, my dia buddy for life. And remember, all you listeners, if you want to have that sweet ass journal in your possession, make sure you uh, get involved with Twitter or Twitter or whatever they call it with Todd Yuri to make sure. And I will take care of the first 18 people uh, who are fortunate enough to get this book in their hands. Uh, second, um, you might not want to be with Jared standing behind me because I am a fall risk and, and 300 pounds that could actually create some problems for you. And to your point about me being the executioner and the one who does it, that's not me. Just ask Peter Bechtel and Jonathan Katz and all the people about how I blow up all their orientation and implementation 
meetings on Monday mornings. They don't want me to do that. My strengths are with just incenting and, and, and inspiring and just telling the truth about what it is to be a great pharmacist and hoping that others can do the same. So happy World Diabetes Day, November 14th, maybe this time next year, Todd. We'll talk about 100,000 lives that we've impacted or more uh, with the pharmacist from the Pharmacy Podcast Network that we can do great things for. Absolutely. Um, let's put a, a goal to reach 100,000 new lives in, in, in serving them and caring for them and, uh, and how that impacts uh, families that are caring for people that are, are dealing with diabetes and in other conditions. And I think of my own dad who is, um, you know, on the eve of his life per se, he's, you know, he's winding down. He's not, um, you know, as, as hyperactive as he used to be. And, and he's, he's reached out to Teresa Toll, who's his pharmacist more than any other far, uh, healthcare provider that he's ever dealt with and how she's guided him. And, and what that means to me is, is someone's looking out for my dad. And she actually uh, made a comment when we stopped into her, her uh, pharmacy one time. And she says, I can't believe I'm, I'm taking care of the founder of the pharmacy podcast, dad. And I'm like, I can't believe that I know the pharmacist that's taking care of my dad. So right back at you. So it's, it's been a, um, it's been an honor to be at this position. And just as my favorite uh, Spider-Man movie quote that his dad said to Peter Parker, which was in the, in a movie line was, was with great power comes great responsibility. And as a listener, if you have the great power of being a PharmD or a pharmacist or a pharmacy technician, you have a responsibility to, to serve your patient because that's the entire meaning for, for who and what you are in, in your professional life. And I think there's more that we can do, Ken, so I'm very excited. And the pharmacist is the hub of healthcare, and your daughter says that everybody needs a pharmacist. And God bless her, and God bless you. That's right. And thank you. You were listening to the Pharmacy Podcast, rxfusion.live.